because I was like this, where we're caught up on, okay, I want to go from my first job to New York City, or I want to go from my first job to Chicago, and some it happens for some people. That's what I did, but yes, (laughs) I was was lucky. Yeah, I mean, I was asked, you know. And it's a little harder, I feel like, for honor talent, right? Because you were behind the scenes, right? So, but with these looks, Taylor, it wouldn't have been fair to anybody <laughs> on camera. I was like, I've got enough. I don't want to take everything. But it's a humble business in Hollywood, I've learned. Modus Co-working Building. Modus Co-working Building. Yeah. With rising star on the Omaha journalism scene, Taylor Johnson. Taylor, welcome. Glad you could be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I knew you were a great journalist when you were keeping an eye on this podcast early, and so it's been cool getting to know you and going to talk about a wide variety of things, but I've always thought it's interesting. I have a journalism background myself, but I grew up here. I'm from here. I went to other places that were a lot bigger, really. Where are you from, and when you came here, how much did you know, and what's the process of coming to just a whole new place where you know you're going to be well-known, basically, on a station like that? I would say I'm opposite of you. Came from a big place right? and then went smaller and smaller. I wouldn't necessarily say smaller and smaller, but all, every place I've gone to is smaller than where I'm from, right? Okay. I'm from the D.C. area, yeah. big nation's capital, White House, big I heard deal, of it. all that. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't start my career there because... When I graduated from college, I spent a couple of years outside of the traditional news path, but still worked in communications. And I decided I actually do want to do news, but getting your foot in the door in D.C. with no experience was just not a thing, especially back then. Things are, I feel like, are a little different now. Yeah, it's a unique market, but... And it's not a place where you can really fumble. Yeah, right. When you go to the smaller markets, you can make little, you can make mistakes here and there, and it doesn't really... I've never Taint seen you. you make one, Taylor, well, so I'm, in theory, yes, I think I'd agree. <laughs> yes, I went to Lynchburg, Virginia first oh, wow. and worked behind the scenes there at a local news station as a digital producer because that's where my skills were at the time. I studied broadcast in college at University of Maryland. Great journalism school. Yeah, and Connie Chung went there, All Scott right. Van Pelt for the sports people. Yeah. We have some notable alum in the journalism world from there. And so when I was in Virginia... I didn't have a reel to start, which is a demo tape essentially showing that I can report. So I used the skills that I had, which was web and social media, because I thought that was the route I wanted to go. Because around 2015, like blogging and even like podcasting, things like this were becoming careers. I went there to do that, but then on my own time, put my own reel together and eventually applied for an on-air position. And that took me to Indiana, to Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh, wow. Which was Big a change there. small town, Yeah, but I learned everything. I became a utility player there. So I reported, I produced, I anchored, I did the weather. The only thing I didn't do was sports. Okay. Yes. Wow. And then that took me to Kansas City. And I worked there for about a year and a half as a reporter. And then came to Omaha. Okay. So had you heard anything at all from people or you knew nothing? I knew nothing. Do you (laughs) apply to the station or I would wonder, does the parent company have a general thing and kind of move you in a direction or how do you get here to this station in Omaha? They found me. Oh, wow. They found me. So I want to say I came here in 2022. 
two. So summer of 2022, there was a big story in Missouri that went national. It was a deadly train crash. And CBS Mornings, they needed someone to front the story for them because they didn't send a correspondent. And I happened to be the reporter that was working that morning. And so I did this like really awesome national spot. Nate Burleson, he's introducing me. Right. And then Gail King is, thank you, Taylor. It was huge, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I put that on a reel and I just put it on YouTube. And I want to say maybe a few days later, my news director at the time, he's not here anymore. He found it, found my reel, and he was saying that they had an opening for a weekend anchor and reporter in Omaha. You should come check it out. And I'm like, Nebraska? Okay. <laughs> but one of my colleagues in Kansas City, she used to work here at the station. And she was like my person to run things by. And she loved it. She raved about Omaha. This she, Sharon Chen? Sharon, that's Sharon right? Chen, yeah, yeah. yeah. She raved about it. She was like, you should just go there. I love the station. I love the people. And talked to the news director. And I came out here and did the interview and the visit. And I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're on the crazy schedule now, right? You're doing weekend evenings and then also the morning. So that shift, I'm yeah. guessing you're up. I know everyone probably asks this at 2 a.m. 2.30. 2.30. Oh, that's work. okay. That so, I was going to say that's, so that's nice. Sleep in a little. But I chose that shift, actually. Oh, okay. Which people think is nuts. Yeah. But it works for me, my schedule here. I'm off two weekdays. Three of the other weekdays, I get off at 12 so I can still be active and involved. I can take a nap. I can get things done. And then on the weekends, it's calm, it's chill, and I still can do things before work and I can do things after after work if I want to. Yeah. So it works You've for me. You've got a five and a 10 o'clock on yes. the weekends, Saturday well, and Sunday. Saturday we have five, six thirty, and 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of reps. It is good for you. But how much are you writing of the stuff? I know you're doing repackaged material on some of it like everybody does, but... Are you writing the entire news portion of the newscast? Thankfully, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so when I was in Indiana, that was my responsibility. I was a weekend anchor there, and I had to produce and anchor the show and also manage what the reporters were doing, what the photographers were doing. And it was a very rich experience, but it was very taxing. Yeah. And so... That was one of the questions that I asked the news director during the interview process because I guess Omaha would be would used to be maybe considered a medium sized market. I still consider it one. Yeah. But some people may see it to be smaller and those smaller markets sometimes you have to do more to right. produce things. And so when he said that the I had to produce man band. It, yeah. Which <clears throat> I, which I do here. Yeah. But yeah, when he said that I didn't need to produce I was like, this is the jackpot for <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> right. But I do often go out, shoot, write, and edit my own stories. Right. Sometimes I'll have help from a photographer which and an editor, which I enjoy from time to time because, and especially our photographers, they are so invested in the work that they do. Yeah. And, and they see things a little differently, especially because with us as reporters, MMJs, as we are calling it, multimedia journalists, yes. we're focused on getting the story and making it on deadline, right? So it's okay, we just got to get this together. But the photographers, they put a little bit more like art into it. Yeah. And this weather stretch, have you experienced something like this in Terre Haute or Casey has similar weather, but this run, were you out in the car, you were doing mobile reports <laughs> yes. and what do you make of that? I would say when I was in Kansas City, we did a similar thing, being out on the street yeah. or just standing out in it. It wasn't new for me. Yeah. But when I came here, I made sure that I got thicker snow pants and <laughs> right. a better coat and just things like that. Because coming here was my first time dealing with the negative temperatures. Yeah. And one of the my first winter here, we had that negative 42 below, like right. wind chill, and I had to stand outside. 
and <laughs> still cold. Back yeah, to you. back to you. I mean, our <laughs> lashes are, are frosting, yeah, our eyebrows are frosting, right. and you couldn't even be out there for longer than maybe like a hit, yeah. which is like a minute, minute right. thirty. Yeah, but this time around, I spend most of my time in the car. Yeah, so you get hired here how much time do you have more than two weeks like to just dive into i mean do you start at a wikipedia page and broaden out from there or what are your beginning steps to figure out what's up here i have learned how to get better at that as i've moved along yeah because when you go to a new city it is really hard to get plugged in and that's why networking is really important to me and i've only been here about a year and people will say how do you know so many people so fast like how are you so connected so quickly and it's because i just had to get out and meet people because it's through a lot of these networking events that I've gotten stories. Right. And so coming here, I was like, okay, I know that I need to put myself out there. I don't really know anyone. And of course you use the people around you. Like we have some really awesome veterans in the newsroom, like Brian Mastery, Mike McKnight, right. who know the city of Omaha, right? Yeah. But then they also have their own things going on too. Right. So it's cool to cross connect that way, but then you also want to make those like face-to-face one-on-one connections with people as well. And they can take you far. Yeah. But how long until you were feeling comfortable here? I'm assuming the first couple of weeks you're so focused on getting off the ground and doing everything right, even like pronouncing things. Oh I've my always gosh. thought. Exarbin yeah. had me really nervous. Right. <laughs> it had me very nervous. Yeah. And I know that people get very particular. Right. And I learned that in Indiana. Yeah. And it's a lot of places that have similar names from where I'm from, like here. Norfolk, and then in Virginia, there's Norfolk. Yeah, thought about that. Yeah, and they're spelled the same. That was definitely something that I was concerned about. But luckily, they had a pronunciation sheet ready for me. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so that was really helpful. So that, and then just knowing how to pronounce the name of leaders. You're like, they can't be this much into college football, and they're like, oh, you haven't even. (laughs) People will cut you up. Like they will email you. They will they will Facebook message you. They will call the station. Right. So that's always a tricky thing but when I first got here I relied on the assignment desk a little bit in the beginning and our assignment desk manager he's really great as well very helpful so a lot of my stories started out that way and then like I said I just started going to networking events and the very first group that I got connected with was the Urban League of Nebraska Young Professionals and that's how I heard about the Midlands African Chamber I went to they had a Christmas party and I was like, I'm just going to go check it out. And it was on a work night yeah, where yeah. I have to be in bed by 7.30. So I was like, I'll stop by for an hour. And I went alone. I didn't know anyone. Yeah. And then they took a moment for everyone to go around the room and introduce themselves and what they do. And I was just so captivated by the amount of talent and professionalism in that room. And also just seeing people who look like me because where I come from a predominantly black community. So once I left from home, Things changed a lot as far as seeing black professionals and black leaders in the different cities that I've worked in. So coming to Omaha, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And I knew that was a group I wanted to be part of. And then Kareen Sakpo, who um, owns Mac, she had got up and introduced herself. And so through the years, highlighting black businesses was always very important to me. And so I had reached out to her about doing a story just about the state of black business in Nebraska and Omaha. And then it's how we got connected and which led to more connections. And yeah, it's really grassroots. Yeah. And congratulations. You're recently named to the Midlands African Chamber Board. Yes. So congrats. That's awesome. And 
excited for you. I thought that was a great choice, and I'm curious to see what's your vision, goals, and that sphere and what have they got going and what would you like to see Taylor Johnson initiate and get going? And it gives me an opportunity, I think, to really put my creative hat on um, because I've had interest in so many things just related to social media and I have a committee. So I do have some folks who can give me insight on things like budgeting or because I know nothing about that aspect of marketing and things like that, but just trying to help the chamber to get a little bit more creative and drawing people in, yeah. especially like trying to do reels and TikToks right. and all that stuff. Because they bring people in who have such a wealth of knowledge that I feel like when they share these experts, especially on a social media platform, maybe top three tips, how to do this and so, I feel like that can really become a mainstay and where people want to be like, let me go to them to see what I can learn or what I can pick up that I can apply to the work that I do. Yeah. You know. What surprised you most as you got involved, like with your passionate side, was it prior we would think perhaps that you would think there wasn't a lot going on mm-hmm. here in the, the black business development space, but then I think you said you did hear that there was and saw that there was, but after you've been involved a little bit, what's your take on the scene overall for compared to the size of the community and that type of thing? I think it's incredible the amount of resources that are available. Yeah. And I saw that through the Pitch Black competition. Yeah. Kareen had invited me to MC it last year. And just the amount of money that is available to be given out to entrepreneurs, just them doing their part, you know, of developing their plan and things like that. But it's just like there's so many resources available to you in the city, not just through Mac, but through other entities as well. Like, I think there's about to be a high V um, pitch competition, and these grand prizes are huge. Yeah. And I just think there's just a lot here for people who want to get things off the ground. And I think Omaha is a good place for that because it's not an overly saturated market compared to maybe a DC or a New York or even Casey. Like you said yourself, your podcast. No one else is doing anything like this. Yeah. But I'm sure that there are similar models like this in bigger cities. Yes. And that's something that I have picked up on as well, that this is a good place to really, like, launch. Yeah. You can get the attention of people for 10 and 15 minutes that could change your life that would be a lot harder in a coastal environment, for sure, where there's so many different similar type things going on. And for Um, journalists, too, young journalists, it doesn't hurt to be in a market this size either Yeah. to really make that boost. Because when you build your reputation and you build your network, that can probably launch you a lot faster than trying to go from a Terre Haute to, you know, Philly or something like that. Yeah. And you're on a legacy, still powerful station. And what's it like on the social scene when you go to a new market? Were yeah. you inundated with stuff, or do you ease into it, or so, how, how, what's your strategy even when you start somewhere new and you're going to be anchoring? Definitely easing into it, and I would have to say, out of all the markets that I've been in, this is the one where I've been most involved and most active. Yeah, I tried to do so in Kansas City, but the work environment there wasn't very supportive 
other things that I was trying to do. And that makes a difference as well. Yeah. And right. I do want to just acknowledge my general manager, my news director, just for being supportive of all the things that I'm doing in this market, being on the board. And right. when people invite me to MC events and things like that, like there's never an issue with it. And not every station or every management team is going to be like that. Right. And I think that plays a lot into my success here as well, because with the news, it can be difficult sometimes with our contracts because the companies we have name image likeness yeah. and things like that yeah so what's the ultimate goal is it anchoring more or what's the path now for taylor johnson i used to know what i used to know <laughs> yeah and i just there is so much that you can do yeah in this industry right i know that i do plan to spend a little time in omaha I don't foresee Omaha as my last stop, per se. Oh, damn it. But it takes a lot. <laughs> we were just getting to know you. But you know what? Omaha is a place where I've come to where I'm like, you know what? I can relax. And I've been looking for that for a long time. And yeah. I don't mean relax as in getting comfortable, but working in news, especially on the on-air side of things, is so stop and go. You're you right. know, you get to a place... You sign for two years or three years. You're looking at your watch. Okay, so how many days do I have left? And I just have not felt that way here. And actually putting in a little personal thing. So when I came, I actually had a clause put in my contract saying that at my, because I signed for three years. Wow. That at my second year, I could um, go to the D.C. or Baltimore market if I get an anchor position really? there. Because that's where home is. That's where my family is. Huh. Like a football coach yeah. that's like, I can go to USC only or their dream school. Interesting. I and didn't... I'm like, you know what? I actually don't want to use it. Wow. I don't want to use it. There um, we go. It's, it's nice that it's there. Yeah. Just in case. When you just start to invest time into a community and you're really invested in that community, it's just, like, you know what? I just want to see where it goes. But not just that, but also having that supportive environment. Well, right. There's a lot of people who work in the news industry, and I have experienced it myself, where you are working for people who don't see the vision for you. Yeah. And you don't get the support that you need. And it really takes a toll on you professionally, on your mental health and things like that. And so just being in an environment where I feel supported in every area makes a difference too and it's just like when you have that especially when you've been in a bad place you can really appreciate a good one yeah and that's something that i don't want to rush and move on from so i'm just really excited to see how things progress there are more things that i want to do i want to write i definitely want to publish a book i have been getting more into the emceeing and public speaking i want to do more of that but i still want to be on television so it can just it can go so many directions yeah. and I have so many ideas in my brain I would like to try to see the entrepreneurial side of things and what yeah. I can create and like I said earlier like Omaha is just a good place to be to get some things started so for the foreseeable future Omaha, let's get it started yeah here. It's, the, it's the place <laughs> you should make that the, the thing yeah. the I can't clear that I can't afford that but we got the plug right yeah, there yeah that's funny so I just really think that it's a it's an awesome place to be and there are some people who they want to move on or there are some people who decide that they do want this to be their last stop and they want to become John Nicely and be <laughs> a long-standing anchor here and I think that's awesome too so yeah, I'm from the big city. Like, the big metropolitan lifestyle, that is my jam. Yeah. So I do aspire to get back to that. But for now, I'm happy. Yeah, that's great. And I admire what you're doing and want to do and hope I can help a little bit. Yeah, and I'm also always looking for story ideas. So if you All have right. anything going on, 
You can email me, taylor.johnson at wowt.com. I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram. News Lady Tay for both of those. Taylor Johnson, thank you so much. Enjoyed the conversation and wish you the best as you have your many hats and everything going. So that's great. And thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me.